0: Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Reverend James T. Brown Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Family, today we're going to be starting a brand new series. It's titled One Nation, One God. One Nation, One God. And I want you to actually turn with me into the book of Ezekiel. We were there last week. We're going back to Ezekiel in this series. Ezekiel chapter 17. Ezekiel chapter 17. And we're going to begin at verse 22. Ezekiel chapter 17 and verse 22. And the word of God reads, Thus saith the Lord God, I will also take of the highest branch of the high cedar and will set it, I will crop off from the top of his young twigs a tender one and will plant it upon an high mountain and eminent in the mountain of the height of Israel. Will I plant it and it shall bring forth bows uh, and bear fruit and be a goodly cedar. And under it shall dwell all fowl of every wing in the shadow of the branches thereof shall they dwell. And all the trees of the field shall know that I, the Lord, have brought down the high tree, have exalted the low tree, have dried up the green tree and have made the dry tree to flourish. I, the Lord, have spoken and have done it. We're going to be speaking today from the subject, cut off the top, cut off the top. Now, as we look at this text, in this passage here, God is identifying the fact that the house of David had lost its leaders in capturing captivity of both Jehoiakim, excuse me, Jehoiakim and Zedekiah, they were taken into Babylon and they were taken in captivity. God had given the promise that the house of David would always have leadership in Israel. But what would happen now? What would happen now that all of these things was going on around them? That brings us to this prophetic message that God gave Ezekiel for the Israelites. Look back with me at verse 22. Here it says, thus saith the Lord God, I will also take of the highest branch of the high cedar and will set it. I will I will crop off from the top of this of his young twigs a tender one and will plant it upon an high mountain and eminent here the, the the taking of the young cedar this tender twig and planting it was symbolic of what god would do to restore the house of david what he would do to restore the house of david this promise had, had, had its accomplishment In part, when Zerubbabel, a branch of the house of David, was raised up to head the Jews in their return out of captivity and to rebuild the city and temple and reestablish their church and state. You see, in the book of Haggai, it was here where the prophet spoke to Zerubbabel to encourage him and others to continue until they completed the building of the Lord's house. You will also hear the prophet Zechariah speaking to Zerubbabel as well. So Zerubbabel was a type. He was a small part of the fulfillment of this prophecy here that we see. He was a small part, but in large part, the other Um, That was planted was the Messiah, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He was he was the son of David and whose kingdom there would be no end and whose kingdom there would be no end. But we see something that is also significant to us all. Something that's significant to us all that we need to take note of. Even when it appears that everything has been broken or removed, God still has a way of planting that which will grow and fulfill his promise. That's why he will plant a vision in your spirit. He will plant courage in your heart. He will plant ideas in your mind. He's always planting something that's going to bring his promises to pass. He's always planting. He's always planting. People may plan things uh, to go or to try and subvert what God has promised in your life. Let me say that again. People may plan to try and subvert what God has promised in your life. But do not lose heart. Do not lose heart. Why not? Because their plans are always surpassed by God's planting. Their plans are always, always surpassed by God's planting. I need someone to type in chat. God planted me. Type that in chat. God planted me. Listen, it doesn't matter what storms may come when God has planted you, when he's planted you, you can withstand those storms. You can withstand those storms. And even right now, I want to mention that we're constantly praying for for those that are in the in in the Gulf area, the Gulf Coast of the United States and Louisiana, also up north. We're praying for you because of the thing, the storms that you've had to endure. But I want you to know, even as you look at pictures and videos, you'll see so many things that have been run rampant where the storm has has tore things down, but you'll see trees still standing. Trees still standing that withstood the storm. I want you to know when God plants something in your life that you can withstand the storm. You can withstand the storm. Listen, it doesn't matter who comes against you. It doesn't matter what they try to do. When God has planted you, you'll be able to stand. You'll be able to stand. Listen, God planted me. Type it. God planted me. That that means you have a root system that is able to stand firm and stand strong in the middle of whatever attacks may come your way. Whatever tax may come your way. I want you to always remember this. Always remember, there will be seed time and harvest time seed time and harvest time shall remain the bible says as long as the earth remains seed time and harvest time shall remain the things that god has planted in your life he was faithful to watch over them until they grow until they grow notice he took the tree he took the twig the twig from out the top of the tree listen the tree had big branches That were long, that were strong, that had been there, but he didn't want one of those. He didn't need any of those. He went and found a twig that was young and tender that he could simply take it and then deposit it, plant it into a mountain, plant it there, because that is what he knew could grow into a mighty goodly, as the scripture says, cedar. A goodly cedar that will be able to give cover to other people that will be able to 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 give strength to others that they will be able to hold on to in the middle of every challenge. I'm telling you, he knows how to plant. He knows how to plant, how to plant. God planted the twig at the highest point of the highest mountain. Why is that? You see, God has called you to be placed at the highest point. He's called you to be placed at the highest point. Listen, he could have planted you. He could have planted you right at the the root of the the other tree. But no, he's planted you at the highest point. I need somebody to type in chat. Don't hate. Don't hate. Hey, listen, you you need to type it because I understand people will look at you a little sideways, look at you a little funny, wonder how in the world you got here, how in the world you, no, listen, you were put there because God knew that he could trust you. You were put there because God knew that he needed you there. He searched throughout the, the, the scripture that says he searched throughout the world looking for a man, looking for a woman. He found you. He found you. He took you and he's planted you. He's planted you even in the highest place. The highest place so that people would see an example of what it means to walk by the by the ways of God, to walk by the word of God. Someone who will be able to stand in the day of adversity, who will not flip out and cuss everybody out, but be able to still get the thing done that needs to get done. That's why he took you. You. Yeah, you need to look in the mirror. Take your little mirror. I'm saying he's talking to you. He's talking to you. You are the one he took to plant to plant. To Listen, others will be offended that you have been placed there. Others will be offended that you have been placed there. But you must realize that people around you will not understand why God has chosen you to walk in what you've been called for. People around you, they won't understand why you've been called to walk in this. This is why. This is why. Yeah, this is why. But you said, Pastor, what are you talking about? What's why? Listen, the, the stuff that you keep asking yourself why, why you have to go through all the stuff you've had to endure, all the challenges you had to go through, this is why. This is why, because of where God is planting you, because where God is putting you, because where God is calling you to, that's the reason why you had to go through all the stuff you've had to go through. Listen, the only way that you will have the strength to endure endure what you will go through and not crack up is because of what you have gone through and had to experience. Your experiences are the things that have given you strength, so that the things that you're going through right now, the things that you're having to go through, you're prepared for it. You can simply sit back and look at it and say, "Huh, okay, God, here's something else. Everybody else around you is." pulling out their hair. They're pulling their hair out. They're going crazy. They're twirling their, their lips. They don't know what's going on, but yet you'll be the one who'll be able to be steady, to be calm and say, no, everybody relax. The God has an answer. Everybody relax. Just give me just a moment. you know how to go into your prayer closet. you know how to spend time. See, all that stuff you're going through where you had to stop and pray, all that stuff you're going through where you had to break out the word and days when you just would have flipped out and done whatever, but yet you know how to go to the word and read it now all the stuff you've gone through that has prepared you that you've gone through and and that has built you giving you resources giving you ways of of approaching things guess what that was for now (laughs) all that stuff was for now listen it had to get you through it to get you to it and god said now i'm ready to plant you now I'm ready to plant you. The thing is that you're little young and tender. You're little young and tender. See, he, he couldn't take those things that were long and big. He, he couldn't take the Babylonians. He couldn't take Nebuchadnezzar, who actually wanted to build something for God. He couldn't take those things. He said, No, no, no. I understand. You know who I am now. But but you're not my people. You're not the one I've called. But this is the one. This is the. One. I'm going to take this one up here because he's at the right level now. He's at the right place. I'm ready to put. He's a little tender. That means he's got to grow. That. Means He's got to take some time. We're going to have to nurture him. We have to pour into him. God knew he said, but he's ready to be planted. She's ready to be planted. I can place them where I need them to be now. I can place them where I need it to be. Now they've seen enough storms. They've seen the lightning strikes. They've seen the hurricanes. They've seen the pain. They've seen it. They've experienced it. And now they're ready. They're ready. Even at a tender place a tender place some of my seasoned saints they're looking and say wait a minute pastor I've been through a whole lot of stuff but there's some things you're experiencing right now that you didn't think you would go through there's some things you're seeing right now that you never thought you would see all the days of your life and you're like Lord I don't want to deal with this it's time for me to sit back on the back on, on the on the sidelines let me leave this to somebody else no God is calling you He's calling you to be able to stand up, to be able to stand up and be that Elizabeth to speak to a Mary, to be the one to be able to encourage that next generation, to speak life and show them because you've been through some storms that you know how to endure. And he's readying you. He's readying you for this assignment and this season. You, too, are being planted. <laughs> you, too, are being planted. You're being planted. You see. It's important. It's important that you, you have to realize this one thing, this one thing, this one thing. Your brokenness, your brokenness has set you up for your breakthrough. Your brokenness has set you up for your breakthrough. Do you hear me? I know it didn't feel good. It felt hurting. There's no brokenness that feels good. But it actually is preparing you. It set you up for your breakthrough. Let me tell you this. I need you to remember these two things. Remember your pain because it's giving you power. Remember your pain because it's giving you power. Power. Listen, the power that you possess is because of the pain that you've experienced. You know the pain threshold. You know the tolerance level. So therefore, you know the extent to which you can go. You know exactly how far you can go. You know when you've reached your limits and you know how long you can stay there. And you keep going because God has enabled you to go. Listen, you had to go through some stuff to be able to get there. That's why when David was faced with the with the, the, the task of dealing with Goliath, he didn't look around and say, "Uh, Eliab, what do I do? Or talk to another one of his brothers, do you know what I'm supposed to do? He looked at the king and he said, listen, I I watched over my father's sheep and I had to take care of them. And I took care of the bear and I took care of the lion. And so shall this uncircumcised Philistine be. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.